0: My friends, are you confused by all the different conversations I have about money? You are in good company because on Twitch Owen's been asking, look, why should you're you're asking, I'm asking for a million dollars. Very seriously. I want I want to be debt free, and after taxes, it'll take a before tax, it'll take about a million dollars. The IRS takes 40%, does God knows what with it, perhaps to fund secret bunkers and secret space programs and all kinds of crap, they don't tell us what they do with it. After a million, uh, in order for me to be debt free, I need about a million dollars before tax, after tax, that'll be about 600,000 payoff house, student loans, and uh, small business loan debt. Now, that by itself might sound like cool, okay, you want a million dollars to be debt free because you haven't been debt-free ever as an adult since you went to school. okay? But at the same time, I'm asking for a million dollars. I also have a policy. Basically, anytime I run into someone in person, I've set clear boundaries with it. But if somebody on the street is homeless and needs some money, I'll give them $20. Some days I get hit up $40, $60 I give to homeless people in a single day. Other days, I don't give anything. I'd say on average, I probably drop at least, depending on which homeless people I see, hundreds of dollars every month I just give away to homeless people. Simultaneously, if I go out to eat, I'm giving a nice tip, minimum of 20%. If you were having a really bad day and the food was terrible, you didn't even come around. I'll still give you 20% because I think it's nice you showed up to work even if you didn't do a very good job. I get... All right, I mean, I kind of lose followers and lose money if I show up and don't do a good job sometimes, but sometimes I'll make the news for showing up and people think I didn't do a good job. Anyhow, where was I going with this? Oh, you might look at it and say, why would you ask for a million dollars to get out of debt? And then some of you might think, just piss it away, giving it away to homeless people on the street, throwing if... I actually get great service at a restaurant, or I think I will get great service, I'll drop 30% on a takeout order because these people are out there working Thursday night so I can have some sushi to bring home to my wife. I think they deserve a nice tip for that. So you think, well, why would I help you be debt-free? Well, and especially if you think, well, why would I give you anything when I'm not debt-free? And I'm going to make an analogy. I'll make several analogies here and explain how this makes perfect sense to me. And at the same time, you might even look at, well, you want to be debt-free, but you're using my money to buy crypto. Yes, I've got 5,000 in crypto right now because I don't believe in holding everything in cash. And it looks like my portfolio just went up, just went up a little bit since I looked at it, but I've got 5,000 in crypto right now too. So how, you might wonder how does this all make sense? How does it make sense that you want a million dollars to be debt free that you're buying crypto and giving to homeless people? And it, here's the thing I'm fully transparent with my money. And uh, just because I have 600000 in debt doesn't mean I can't help somebody. If I have six hundred thousand in debt, but I also, as is the case, my wife and I have something like thirty, forty, fifty thousand in cash. So we've, we are, you have when you've got a lot of debt. It's a really good idea to have enough cash in case something goes wrong. Because when you have debt, as long as you make the minimum payments, everything's fine. But you start missing minimum payments. At least if you've got things on. Thankfully, we have no more credit card debt. I just paid the last credit card off. But if you start missing payments on stuff, there can be severe consequences, especially you miss them payments to the federal government, they can get real unhappy, take your money from you straight off, miss the payments to the mortgage company, might get kicked out of your house. You really need cash on hand when you've got a bunch of debt because you need more cushion for uncertainty and you don't want to have to borrow more money at a higher interest rate. So let me answer the homeless question first the homeless if i've got 50,000 in the bank regardless now i don't personally my wife has the majority of cash i have 5 grand in crypto and maybe 10 or so more thousand in cash so if you add my crypto to my cash plus what my wife's got somewhere 30 40 50 something like that If I've got all this money in the bank and I could basically within reason have almost anything I wanted to, I mean my wife and I could buy a car in cash right now even though we've got 600K in debt, we could buy a car in cash right now. And if I see somebody on the street that is so desperate, they're holding up a cardboard sign and asking for money and I got a wallet with $300 in it, it's just selfish and self-centered if I drive by. That's how I look at it. Now, I used to look at it that these bums should go get a freaking job and not ask for money. And you know what? I never had any money and felt financially secure when I had that mindset. To me, the mindset you operate with often doesn't even match your material reality, but it usually does. Today, I operate with an abundance mindset. And even though I have a lot of money, I mean, my wife and I have in like, you know, just me, let me stick to just me. Me having 10,000 in cash, 5,000 in crypto, that's way more than most people in the world have. That's more money in cash than most people in the world have. Like if, and in certain countries, that would make me like probably close to, you know, top 10% for sure, maybe top 1%. So it's all relative. Your point of view is all relative with these things. So if, if I've got all this cash, even though I do have debt, I'm not in any risk of really anything bad happening. But what really sucks is when you're living on the street and nobody is going to loan you money. And the only way you can get money is to ask for it because you're in such poor condition. Who's going to want to give you a job? And what kind of work are you even going to be able to get? I give money to if others are in desperate need today, then it feels wrong for me to just drive by and ignore that. Now, I have had to set some boundaries with people being online because, you know, there's 7 billion people, and probably at least a billion people have the capacity to reach me online. You can drop in my Discord chat or my Telegram. I've gotten a lot of requests for money online and I've actually sent people, random people money. Some guy in the Philippines before randomly sent me an invoice for $50 and I actually paid it. I actually paid the invoice for $50. And then his friends heard about that and they started sending me invoices. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. (laughs) But one guy got lucky One guy got lucky, and I randomly sent, and I've sent lots of people from my live stream. I've done tens of thousands of dollars of giveaways. I believe in always helping someone less fortunate than I am, even if it slows me down in becoming debt free. Even if it slows my own progress down, because I'll make an analogy that to me just makes this very clear. If you're in debt, You are not, your freedom is more limited than everybody else. Now, I'm going to make a more drastic analogy. And this, since I changed my race in February 2022 from identifying as white and Caucasian to now I identify, I primarily identify as a being that has no race, no body, no consciousness, or just as pure I am consciousness. That's my primary God identification, if you will. I identify as a servant of a collective, but if we want to really put it at a, you know, fill out a form and check your race or which race do you feel you most belong to, I feel black or African-American most resonates with how I feel and in my mind. Now, to me, I see that people are able to change their gender and I support this as I've made very clear. And as a guy who's worn tube tops on stream and gotten a lot of views doing it, I support you defining yourself however you want to be defined. And I appreciate everyone who respects me and my own definitions. So I changed my race to identifying as black in February. Ironically, I experienced the most discrimination I've ever experienced, according to Facebook, was not black enough to identify as black. Can't possibly be serious. That's okay. We've all learned valuable lessons, them and me. The more I've identified as black, the more I've thought about slavery and the more I've learned about slavery. And I think everyone should change some big characteristic because your learning will be greatly accelerated. I did not think that much about slavery before I changed my race, although I felt black a long time and uh, I felt a lot of kinship with the civil rights movement for most of my life, even though you might not have logically wondered based on my appearance alone, At what point are we going to stop judging people purely based on appearance and more on the depth of their character? I hope we're in the process of doing that now. So The more I've identified as black and the longer, the more I've thought about slavery and the more that I've seen that what we have with our system of indebtedness is like a present-day form of slavery. That most people around, if you are in debt, you are in a small level of slavery you are not free anymore. If you've got cash in the bank and you don't owe any money, you have, now if you have zero money and you can't borrow any, I would say that is much less free than being able to borrow some money. However, when you and your wife owe $600,000, you can't stop working or you face severe consequences like getting kicked out of your house, losing your car and potentially being homeless and on the street, and then at the mercy of many of the worst things that happen. And uh, I see that getting out of this debt slavery system is something that is very important for as many of us as possible. And I made an analogy when I asked for the million dollars that, hey, you, uh, in the past, when you had, slavery was something that was all over the globe, it was not, as you might have been taught or focused on in school, that it was just something that happened from Africa to the US. No, Africa had slaves all over the place. Africans enslaved Africans, Asians enslaved Asians, Europeans enslaved Europeans, Americans enslaved Americans. Everybody was enslaving all over. For most of human history, if you lost a war, if you, uh, some people even voluntarily sold themselves into slavery, in order to just get a place to live and some consistent meals because life was that hard. At a certain point in our spiritual growth, we collectively decided that slavery was not right and we collectively got strong enough to stop one tribe from taking us over and enslaving us. And slavery in many places naturally went away and the U.S. was one of the few places there was an actual war. Now, in the U.S., one thing that really helped the war and helped accelerate the end of slavery was escaped slaves. And in order for you to have slaves escape, you had to have both slaves and people who weren't slaves actively collaborate to help each other and often self-sacrifice to do so. For example, if you're on a plantation, there's 10 slaves. You know, not all 10 slaves are realistically going to be able to get away. That's finding 10 people, much easier than finding one person. Hiding 10 people, much more difficult than hiding one person. So I imagine that, you know, in many cases for slaves to escape, there would be cooperation. Like, hey, there's 10 of us, somebody needs to get out of here and have a better life. Let's talk about who that should be. And in some cases, keep it secret so that nobody even knows. One person could just slip away so nobody else even knows. But in other cases, everybody would work together and help one slave escape so that the one slave, slave could go tell all the other people who were free what it was like to be in slavery. Now, you wouldn't have likely had the North go to war with the South without a bunch of escaped slaves saying, Hey, Slavery is absolutely brutal. This is what they're doing down there. Instead of slavery being this problem that was over there, that they shouldn't do that, it's wrong, but it doesn't really affect me. If you're living in the North in the 1860s and really throughout the 1800s, the every escaped slave that came out in the North helped convert a bunch of free non-slave people into a mindset that slavery is absolutely intolerable and unacceptable. And the more and uh, many of the slaves who helped others escape never got to be free themselves or had to wait a really long time. So I'm I driving home the point of self-sacrifice that maybe not if you got a plantation, 9 out of 10 slaves work to help one escape, all them take a beating for it. None of them ever get to get away or maybe only one lives long enough before emancipation. But the all the rest working to help one get free makes a positive difference for everybody. And I'm going to correlate this back to debt now. So if you look at today, we certainly have nothing. Well, some people say that we do have human trafficking, that there's 40 million people in slavery today on this planet. I realize there's a lot of differences, but in life finding what things have in common will usually be more valuable for you than finding differences. And today we have a ton of people in debt that are not truly free 90 se- or that are living in such poverty they can't even borrow money to begin with and have a chance to make some moves. 97% of people on earth live in the same country they were born in. And the country you were born in is the number one indicator of how your life will be financially. It looks to me like we have a system of finance that is based on debt and keeping people enslaved or poor either through debt in the wealthy countries is primarily done through debt. Or in the countries that are not wealthy, people are so poor you don't even need to get them in debt. They have nothing hardly to begin with and you know they're stuck living paycheck to paycheck, unable to escape the majority, unable to get out of where they're at or to get into a better situation. This is why there's such a small percentage of people that essentially in many ways own all the rest of the people on earth. Now, there's... An, and in some ways, it's better to have, well, this specific person owns you at this specific place. Today you probably don't know exactly who does own you. But there are people who feel that they own you, that you will do what you're told by them or you will suffer the consequences. That's not freedom. Freedom is not you take this shot or you lose your job and uh, you're homeless. That's not freedom. Freedom is not, you know, you wear this mask or, you know, we're going to you're going to get fired. Freedom is not you have to come in these hours or you're homeless. That's not freedom when you have to work or you face being homeless and starving to death. That is not freedom. That is slavery and it's intelligent slavery that you can't see very easily. When you got people in bondage that everyone can see they're in bondage and everyone else can see they're in bondage That is very in your face, brutal slavery. Certainly, you know, I'm glad we've evolved past that. But we are in a lighter form of that today. And what I'm saying is that any of us that we can get out of that system, it helps all of us. So if you've got debt, you may have debt the rest of your life and you may die with debt. But it's if you can help somebody else get out of debt that makes a difference. Even if most of us are stuck being in debt, the more people we help get out of debt, the more we have people who are truly free that can help work on making a more fair financial system. So I, I so combine that with the other mindset I have is ask for exactly what you would like and be clear about it. I want to be debt-free. I would love to be debt-free. I am tired of being in debt. I very much realize with... and I very much realize that... I got distracted. Owen says you're way off of the racial stuff and comparing it to debt. It's not the same thing. You're going to get banned for staying stuff like this. One, I already got... Facebook, for just, just for changing my race in a very loving way, took my profile down completely. And two, if I can't make an analogy to the way slavery was and the way debt is today, the way our current financial system is, we need to talk about things like this that are uncomfortable. Some of us are too scared. Our system now has a lot in common with slavery 200 years ago. The difference is it's almost purely mental, which is much more intelligent and evolved than having people physically in bondage. And unfortunately, because it's purely mental, it's also much more effective and easy to put the masses into. And if people are too sensitive and too offended, then you don't deserve to have a better system than you have today. You deserve to be exactly where you're at, stuck in debt, having no freedom while a small amount of essentially slave masters rule over the 1%, rule over the 99% on earth and tell people exactly what to do. And I'm grateful Twitch and YouTube and my podcast have all proven effective platforms to deliver this message. These platforms are more sensitive to free speech. We need to have tough conversations. I've... And uh, I see people are having conversations like this online. It's We need to have conversations that matter. And if I can't use Twitch and YouTube and my podcast to say the things that really need to be said, then I'd rather not use them at all. So I, when I was a Facebook partner, I had to shut my mouth and be much more careful on a lot of topics. And I will never shut my mouth on things that need to be said. Because... If we go around with this learned helplessness, like, hey, this is just the system we're in and we can't do anything about it, then you deserve to stay in that system. It's when you do something about it. It's when the people who are in slavery said, look, we're not just going to sit here and be slaves anymore. We're going to do whatever it takes to get out of here. Even if nine of us have to get beaten so one person can get out, then we're going to do that. That's what I'm talking about. We need to break down this debt slave system we have. I have had the humbling realization I am under the illusion that I'm free right now because my wife has a full-time job that pays for our bills. If my wife lost her job, things could get interesting and my Twitch stream might suddenly end so that I could deliver garbage or just get any other job to pay our bills. I want to be out of debt. I really, really want to be out of debt because me being out of debt gives me the ability to help others out of debt. Just like an escaped slave gives the ability, it helps the entire collective free all the rest. Every escaped slave that was in the North helped the North win the war, both by being able to fight and by getting more people to join the fight. We need to get as many people out of debt and out of poverty as possible on this planet. We need to do whatever it takes, anything it takes to get people out of poverty and out of debt on this planet. And the way to do that is to be clear and talk about it, make the most powerful analogies. You know why it's scary to have these conversations? Because of how accurate it is. Because who wants to look at their life honestly and realize... Wow, I go to work doing a job I hate just to pay my bills, and if I don't do that, I'm looking at being homeless? That's not, that's not the exact same as the slavery that went on on this planet in the 1800s and earlier. It's not the exact same. It's got a lot in common, unfortunately. You know, With slavery, you don't get a choice whether you show up to work or not. You don't get a choice of what work you get to do. You just get whatever is given to you after the masters have taken everything else. Can you say that our system is much different from that today? You get whatever is left to you after everybody who's powerful is done with it. Do you do a job you love? I do. But I'm that that is fragile. My life could easily change in a way where this whole live stream I do, I couldn't do it anymore. And that's been very obvious with... A bunch of people whining and complaining to Facebook about me changing my race and a bunch of people laying over top a disingenuous narrative that was fake, that was of their creation. My changing my race has been done purely out of love, purely out of joy, purely because that's what's true for me, purely because that's what I have to share and what I have to say. Other people made up messages of hate and those messages... Resulted in me losing 95% of my income overnight. This year has shown me how fragile my streaming is. And doing this labor of love could very easily be replaced by me doing something just to make money. And I'm thank God my wife has a job where I can afford to just do this and not need to make money today. And we need to get as many other people in that position as possible. Because when everybody is scared to lose their job, heavily dependent on their employer. Employers have huge amount of power which can easily be focused and centralized into a very small amount of slave masters telling everybody else what to do and facing serious consequences if they don't do it. I mean, what else is that? What else is that? That a small amount of people tell a bunch of other people what to do and they have to do it or take a beating. Now, you don't take a physical beating today, but... You might take a physical beating if you're homeless. You might take a physical beating from being malnourished on the street. It's brutal. And see, this is where you say people are sl- slaves out of their control. It's no. People are not slaves out of their control. It's something that's collectively happening. The collective consciousness there were very much people in control that were making these decisions. And there were very much a lot of people just going along with them. It was an entire collective thing. And it's so easy. The whole system today with finance wants you to feel powerless, wants you to feel helpless and like, hey, this is out of my control. No, it's not. What's in your control is what you ask for. And this is why I'm asking. I want a million dollars. I want to be debt free, and I want to. You know, I could just get six hundred thousand without paying tax, but I also want to show you how much tax impacts things. And if I get six hundred thousand without paying tax, however that would happen, I'll take it. All right, you are you are banned from that now. That's enough. That's enough. It's 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 too much. You got to set some boundaries. And yes, I realize I'm saying things that, I realize it's an analogy. Of course, it's not perfect. I've said there's differences. I identify as black. I very much feel that slavery is wrong. Is that not clear by now? And I feel what's happening today has so much in common that we need to make some serious changes. Look at, look around. And the, the challenge is you often can't look around you can't very easily see. It's not very easy to see because a lot of the people who are in the worst conditions, you don't get to see them. So I, But we all are participating in this thing collectively. We all are participating. We all are contributing something. You never want to go around with this helpless, I'm a victim, people are doing things to me be mindset because you can control what you ask for. And that's why I'm asking for a million dollars. I want to be debt free, and yes, I need a massive amount of help to be debt free. But the collective is capable of offering massive amounts of help. Now, I don't know if I'll ever actually become debt free, but it's up to me what I ask for. I can ask to be debt free, and if you know the people who were in slavery hundreds of years ago, they could pray to God and say, "Please, I'd like to be free. I'll do anything to be free and help others be free." You can always control what you pray for. You can always control what you pray for and what you ask for. And I bet a lot of the people who were freed were praying and saying, Please let me be free or let me help someone else be free. And that's how we got to today, where, yes, according to some, though, there are over 40 million people still in slavery today through human trafficking. And this. You know, this slavery thing has been something that, as I've changed my race to black, has become very important to think about and talk about. And it goes very closely, it goes very closely with money. And I see that where a money system is used today is one of the biggest things that's used to control people's freedom. So I think it'd be a really powerful story if I collectively, through all of your help, however it comes, am able to get out of debt. And I can say, look, people collectively gave me a million dollars. And uh, when I'm debt-free, I'll have the ability to help thousands of others. But until then, I still help others. I help others become debt-free however I can, whether it's making educational videos, whether it's giving a homeless person $20 on the street. I do whatever I can every day to help someone else, even if I don't get the result itself, even if me... Helping someone else means that I stay in debt for longer. And that's why it's important to have these conversations. That's why the slavery analogy works so well. Because there's many people who lived their whole life in slavery and never were free. But they helped others get free. They helped others escape. They helped the whole system collectively collapse and improve. So I know this doesn't all make sense very easily but I've explained it for 30 minutes now. I hope it can make more sense. And the vision I have for a future is a future where people are debt free and where people are not in poverty. Because people are stuck in debt and stuck in poverty are easy to control and manipulate. And I want a population of people that's not easy to control and manipulate because that's a free population. People that aren't living paycheck to paycheck people that aren't looking at being homeless if they lose their job. Those are strong people who can help others and lift others up. And That's the society I want to live in. I don't want to live in a society where everyone just goes to work and puts their head down because they can't afford to lose their job. I want to live in a world that's as free as possible. And I see that we've made a lot of progress in the last 200 years we've made a lot of progress and we got a lot farther we could go. There's a lot more we can do and it helps us to look at where we've been and see that, you know what, maybe we're only halfway to where we want to go. That's what makes some people uncomfortable is getting off this idea that, well, things are just, this is just how they are and I can't do anything or that, hey, we're at the pinnacle of progress right now. No, there's a lot farther we could go. We can lift people out of poverty just as we lifted people out of slavery and we can lift people out of debt just as we've given civil rights to people who didn't have them before. We can, we can do a lot of things. Let's put our energy and attention on doing that.